What's wrong with you people? Welcome to Not Another Baptist Podcast. My name is Matt Hensley, the Associational Mission Strategist for the Collin Baptist Association, an avid fan of the Houston Astros, two-time World Series champion and current holder of first place in the AL West, joined by Dr. Kyle Non-Alcoholic Beerman, rocking his Nam long sleeve pullover. And yes, I am. Pumpkin spice latte. I am almost <laughs> certain. Are you drinking a pumpkin spice latte? No, this is actually just black coffee this morning. And uh, I, it's in a Starbucks cup, but I made it at home. So I just happened to have one of these. Uh, I did have my very first pumpkin spice latte of the season yesterday, and it was phenomenal. I just... I had to wait until it was not 90 degrees <laughs> to get a pumpkin spice latte. I just couldn't do it. So yesterday it was overcast, it was cool. It's all nice and rainy today, it's perfect. We love it. I, I know you and I disagree starkly on pumpkin spice. So many things. Oh, And yeah. candy corn in particular. <laughs> uh, and, and I think even maybe like the Christmas thing, I think we disagree on when you can start decorating for that, but probably I digress. I, I'm committed to not letting candy corn touch my lips until <laughs> the start of fall. You okay. will do pumpkin spice when it just kind of feels like fall. I, yes. I, I'm old enough to remember what we call false fall in Texas. Where <laughs> maybe there's a day in early September, maybe even late August, that you know there's a crispness to the air in the morning. Yep. And you're like, oh, it's starting. We're not going to be a billion degrees and baking out here. <laughs> and then the next thing you know, you wake up one day and you walk outside. You know, you've got your hoodie on. You're ready to go have a cup of coffee. And you're like, what happened? It's 85 yeah. already. So I like to wait until I know that I know that I know. Okay. So is here. I, listen, I was so excited to have some days that were not 95 degrees or 102 that um as soon as it like so the last couple of days here it's been real rainy and um just cooler and like today the high is going to be in the upper 70s and it's just it's perfect like this is my ideal weather so i, I was like you know what I, I realize this may not last i realize we may still have some days in the 90s that are coming but it's not right now. So I'm going to enjoy, I'm, I'm going to enjoy, <laughs> even if it's the already not yet of fall, right? You just get to experience a little bit of it. I am, I am all over it. So that that's like a picture of our personality. Me, a pessimist, <laughs> thanks, false fall, you already not yet. Like yep. it's here. Maybe it's not. <laughs> now, wait. now I will say, so we are, we are, um, we are opposed to or we we do contrast when it comes to when you can celebrate Christmas, but I think we are both on board that when Hobby Lobby has Christmas decorations in July, we something's gone something's gone terribly wrong. The only guess, person okay with that is Bar Barber. <laughs> Look, you know how much I love Christmas, but if I see them, well, like let's just say let's say no Christmas decorations in stores before Labor Day. Okay, I, th I feel like that's a that's a good compromise, right? Like you haven't even hit. You know, you haven't even put Halloween decorations out yet, and there's already Christmas decorations out. Yeah. So anyway, I just, but I digress. There's there's only so many Christmas songs that I just absolutely love. And so what ends up happening is when I, I tend to play those often, I don't want to start that in like August, September, <laughs> November, you know, whatever, because I'm going to be tired of it. It's going to become like 10,000 Reasons, which is a phenomenal song. 
But right now, if I hear it, like I want to like renounce my faith. <laughs> it's such a wonderful song. But but I heard it. So hey, I just I was just telling the girls this story. We we sang it ten thousand times at uh, Mayhill Baptist in New Mexico, and I love the song. Uh, so don't you know, lovers of ten thousand reasons. I'm not dogging on the song. Send them angry emails at Hensley M. And so it just kind of grates on me a little bit. Well, so I'm leaving Mayhill, coming here to the Great Republic of Whataburger, and day one, I'm going to First Baptist Church in Farmersville for the early service, and then I'm going to First Baptist Plano to be. It was like their groundbreaking or something like that for their new building or their first grand opening for that. And what did we sing at First Farmersville? 10,000 Reasons. What did we <laughs> sing at First Plano? 10,000 Reasons. I thought, I am going to die. And <laughs> because the likelihood of me visiting a church and them playing 10,000 Reasons, when maybe they play it once a year, it just seems like God's like, oh, you hate that song? Yeah. Here it is again. Learn to love. <laughs> so anyway. Oh. Uh. Wow. All uh, right. Well, hey, we have differences, but you know what we can still do, Matt? We can uh, still celebrate the Houston Astros being two-time World Series champ. <laughs> we will not. By the way, the, the Rangers are one game back behind the Astros, so this thing is not over yet. It's not it over. Not over. It's going to be an interesting two weeks left. Um, no, so we have we have differences. We have differences of opinions um, when it comes to things like baseball, when it comes to football, which I don't think you really can stand at all. Um, when it comes to candy corn, um, you, I, I believe it to be an abomination, much like you believe pumpkin spice latte to be an abomination, especially uh, for our longtime listeners when you decided to put candy corn in a pumpkin spice latte. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> it was on our way to a state convention meeting. I remember that so I well. Think we we um, took like five years off of our life. Like <laughs> most once. likely. Most likely. So yeah, we have a difference of opinion about all kinds of things, and yet we still get along. Uh we uh, are able to well, most of the time. We're we're able to some heavy lifting there. <laughs> we're we're able to uh cooperate as it were, and do things like podcasts and we get to hang out occasionally. In fact, I'll be, I'll be in Farmersville next week and get to hang out with you for a day on my way to an event. Um, so right now across the SBC, there's a lot of talk about this word cooperation uh, because uh, yesterday, as we're recording this, the cooperation committee uh, that was proposed at the annual meeting back in June in New Orleans was announced. And Matt, I am 90% in on this cooperation committee with one big glaring issue that I'm going to have to write Bart and our friend Jonathan Howe, the, the interim president at the EC, and probably every single entity head. And this might be the straw that, that breaks the camel's back. And this might end my cooperation in the SBC, this what? one single solitary thing. What do you have against Tony Wolf? I mean, what has he <laughs> ever done? Except you know. leave the great Republic of <laughs> Texas. As soon as I saw this list, that was basically the same conversation that I had with Bart because I was like, bro, I can't cooperate with this dude. <laughs> he left me. He left me. How dare he go to South Carolina? 
And uh, well, listen, okay. there, there is yeah, a history of you. You and I both left the great Republic of Texas. Nathan Lorick left the great Republic of Texas, and we are all back. So you never know. You never know. But Matt, how on earth did you weasel your way onto this committee? How I, I, I am just I'm flabbergasted. I am um, floored. I am appalled that that of all the illustrious SBC names that are on this list, somehow yours winds up on there as well. You see, here's what happens. <laughs> I joined First Baptist Farmersville to make Bart Barber's life miserable. <laughs> I wasn't being successful enough, so I nominated him to be president. Sometimes. Bart wants to repay the favor. So here we go. No, uh, so let's let's talk about that list. Uh I I you could have said so many mean things about me there. I was trying to read your lips because I can't hear a thing because the Mormons <laughs> are mowing. Why they're mowing while it's raining, I don't know. But you know, workspace salvation, all that kind of stuff. I don't get it. Anyway, I hope you said I am so thrilled to see Matt Hensley on this list. I'm sure Absolutely. that's a hundred percent what I going, said. Going down this thing. So so here's the deal. If you don't have any idea what we're talking about, just go ahead and turn the podcast off. <laughs> like, it's not going to matter to you. Uh, but but so back in New Orleans, uh, it, it was, you know, a, a obviously a great annual meeting. Uh, a lot of stuff happened. There were, you know, amendments. Uh, Jared Cornett completely changed the Baptist faith and message. There were <laughs> stuff that took place. But one of the things that happened was the uh, the delegates, the messengers, whatever, uh, basically tasked Bart with naming the 9,452nd task force of the Southern Baptist Convention, this one on the cooperation group. And so the idea really came from a motion at the, the deal about a formation for this, basically this idea of what does it mean to be in friendly cooperation? Uh, maybe in some light of what are our guardrails? Uh, you know, for for instance, a lot has been said in the Baptist faith and message about communion, open communion, closed communion. Uh, is it close communion? And I kind of have a list, so I don't know if you heard any of those, but open communion, you know, whoever has breath in your lungs, come and take, you know, whatever. Uh, all the way to close, where members of that church can participate and partake in the Lord's communion. So Baptist faith and message seems to be pretty clear there, but there's obviously some differing practices when it comes to the local church. Well, obviously the topic du jour is when it comes to female pastors. And so I think I would, I'm not going to put a stat on it, but 99.9%, I just said I wasn't going to, but a lot, <laughs> overwhelming majority of Southern Baptists believe that the office, the title, the everything of senior pastor is going to be reserved for men. But we also have like janitor pastor and nursery pastor, children's pastor, some of those that can't, that, that have been women. Uh, can they, should they? Is that a word they should use, but they can't use if they want to be in friendly. So that's some of this kind of stuff that they will be digging into that I say they, I guess. We I say they, you, that is you. You, and you, so, you is they. <laughs> yeah. And so leading this is Jared Wellman, the pastor of Tate Springs Baptist in Arlington, Texas. 
very close to the well, I'm aware. Jared and I have talked about this. Right. Yes. Yes. And, He's like uh, minutes away. So so what are your thoughts? What what do you if you can answer this, what what do you hope to see? Um yeah, I, I think the, the the big goal out of this is just some clarification, right? What does it mean to cooperate? And then as part of that too, where are the sticking points, right? What are those issues that uh, you brought up some of them, but but what are the um what are the specific topics within those issues that are creating sticking points when it comes to cooperation. Um, Now, again, this is a task force, right? It's a Southern Baptist task force. As you mentioned, there were about 14 of them that were appointed in in New Orleans alone. Um, And and so the the task force has no ability to come back and say, if you want to cooperate, here are the things you have to do, right? I think it's just to kind of take the temperature of cooperation and and help us uh, come to a place of unity if if i'm correct (laughs) what kind of thermometer are we talking about anyway (laughs) uh you know with with this idea you know for for example there's there's certain things that have the smell test right uh it it is what makes us baptist for like baptism (laughs) if you if you uh sprinkle or if it babies if they're babies that that's a question like okay duh you know so some of that comes into play here, but this right. list is a, a, a diverse group. Yeah. Uh, what I like about it is, and I know there's questions about it on, on every different direction, uh, but you know, one of the things that I do like about it is it's not monolithic in belief. There's people that would be, you know, far, far right, like you know, me, where where I stand on stuff. There's people maybe to the left of me, if we use those terms, if we were to place those terms on it. There's associational guys, there's church guys, there's former yeah. entity guys, there's nine marks guys, there's pastors, different sized churches. There's there's a guy with like 8,000 degrees, uh, <laughs> Victor Chayazarizabon. Yeah, uh, the, the guy with the best, I, I thought I had the best name in Southern Baptist life and I have been usurped. Well, you have Victor Chayasarizabon. You have the yeah, that's, that's probably true. Yeah. Name and so, that, especially as an employee of Nam, <laughs> where you have to be a teetotaler. Yes, uh, that's true. When when your name is Beerman, I mean, there's yeah. there's concerns there that I think a trustee uh, needs to <laughs> answer for at maybe the next next annual. How can you allow anyway? Uh, so, so going down the list a little bit. Uh, hey, this is this is also a call to the potluck podcast guys, which I am technically a part of. But yeah, we got to record some of this stuff because Kyle and I don't want to talk about SBC things like talking about church revitalization. Uh, but this is going to tie into that in just a moment. But going down the list with Jared Woman, you've got Victor. I said his last name right the first time, so I'm not going to try it again. He's the executive co-lead pastor of First Southern in Anaheim, California, like I mentioned, has about 9,000 degrees. Uh, Jeremy, Jerome Coleman, sorry, uh, First Baptist Church, Crestmont and Willow Grove. Uh, Tara Dew, speaker and wife of Dr. Dew, president of New Orleans. Donna Gaines, speaker, author, Bible teacher, wife of Steve Gaines, pastor of Bellevue. Matt Hensley, uh, your favorite person on this list. Uh, Travis Kearns, associational mission strategist and huge Houston Astros fan. <laughs> Who he I worked with. He was on the replant team when I first came on, believe it or yeah, not. Man. He was, yeah. He's the AMS of Three Rivers Baptist Association and Taylors. Richard Land, former president of the ERLC. Jonathan Lehman, editorial director at Nine Marks. Elder at Cheverly Baptist in 
Bladensburg. You remember when we've talked about at funerals, you need to read through the obituary first so you know how to pronounce the names. That's how I'm feeling right now. Jason Paredes, lead pastor of Filder Church in Arlington. Gregory Perkins, lead pastor of the View Church in Menifee, California, and the current president of the National African American Fellowship. Dr. Jim Richards, Executive Director Emeritus of the Southern Baptist of Texas Convention, Juan Sanchez, Senior Pastor of High Point Baptist Church in Austin, Texas, and the very first person to congratulate me and tell me that he was praying for me when I was elected president of the Pastors Conference. So grateful awesome. for, for him, because Kyle never did that. Andrew Walker, <laughs> Ethics and Public Theology Professor at Southern Seminary. Trevin Wax, Author and Vice President of Research and Resource Development. That's that's something I'm not going to say twice. Development one one of the smartest people. individuals I've ever met in my life. Bro, um, a yeah. thousand percent. And then <laughs> Tony the Wolf, Lever of Texas. <laughs> he gave up <laughs> his citizenship in the Great Republic to go to Lower Carolina. Uh, sorry, South Carolina Baptist Convention. Grateful for all of these guys, but we also have ex-officio roles with Barber. Uh, the SBC Second Vice President, Kaysen Branch, SBC Registration Secretary, Don, the Mayor Currents, and SBC Recording Secretary, Nathan Finn. Uh, so, Kyle, looking at maybe some of the things that were said, uh, I think it maybe goes without saying that what this group needs and what we all need to be praying for is spirit-given yeah. wisdom, right? So bringing this maybe to church revitalization. As you arrive to a church, you've got people uh, on the fence. You've got people that love you. You've got people that already hate you because you're going to change something, whatever else. How do we build some consensus? How do we rally around a vision, a purpose, all of those kinds of things? At the end of the day, what we're aiming for with this cooperation committee or, or task force or, or what we're trying to see, build some consensus, build some cooperation points, all of that kind of stuff, is really what we're trying to do on a day-to-day -day basis, a week-to-week -week basis, a month-to-month -month basis, a year-to-year -year basis in our local churches. And so yeah. when our local churches cooperate together, they work together as a member of a body, right? Uh, all the different parts, all of that working together, much can accomplish. And as that happens, that church is strengthened, grows healthy, all of that kind of stuff. And then the association grows healthy as yeah. they cooperate, all of that kind of stuff, and it gets stronger, then your state conventions grow healthier, and on and on and on, because as we say, the headquarters of the SBC is First Baptist Church Farmersville. Just kidding. That's right. Is <laughs> That's one of them. It, it is. The yeah, one, one of them. One of them. And so, Kyle, how, tell, tell me how maybe that plays into your role with replanting, revitalization, all of that kind of stuff to make this kind of pertinent for our folks. Well, yeah. I mean, so, look, we... We, we everything that we do as Southern Baptist is based on cooperation, right? We cooperate together in local associations to reach our neighborhoods and, and regions with the gospel. We cooperate in state conventions to reach um, our states with the gospel and do things like disaster relief and church planning in our in our states. And then we cooperate at the national level and to to do things like church planting, disaster relief on a national level. Now with the send relief um, that, that even moves into international, and and so as you mentioned, the, the headquarters of the church is or the headquarters of the SBC is First Baptist Church Farmersville and Highland Baptist Church in Lubbock, and First Baptist Church of 
uh, Alamogordo, New Mexico, right? Th- those those things are the the headquarters of the SBC. The the SBC is not God's ultimate plan to reach the 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 nations. That's the local church. What the SBC is is a pragmatic way, and I, I know people hate that word, but it's a pragmatic way that um, Baptists, Southern Baptists, have gathered together to share resources, to mobilize folks, and and to take part in reaching the nations, reaching North America with the gospel in a way that no individual church could. And the, you know the the standard line, yes, it's cliche, but it's true. We are better together when 47,000 Southern Baptist churches come together. Um, we are able to do far more together than we could do individually. And so again, you know, as I see the, the cooperation committee working to strengthen those, those bonds, working to um, increase folks. Um, um, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? In- increase their. I'm going to um, let you struggle. Increase, increase their confidence in our cooperation. That's the word that I was looking for that was not coming to me. In, increase confidence in our cooperation. And then also, I would love to see this committee just share some wonderful stories of cooperation, of, of the, the ways that we are working together to reach uh, to reach communities. Because listen, um, we get to I get to see this all the time through the work we do with Replant. I get to hear stories about um, churches in, in out-of-the-way places that are um, that are making an impact in their community. In fact, our replanter of the year this year came from Loop City, Nebraska. Matt, I'm going to guess you've never heard of Loop City, Nebraska. No, um, I, I the, don't think I could name a town in Nebraska. <laughs> uh, Omaha, Omaha. That's where the uh, that's where the College World Series is. You should know that one at least. But that's that's it, right? Yeah, no, Loop City, Nebraska. A guy named Ryan Durham pastoring a, a replant there, um, and, and we get to hear these stories and. and because of because of through our cooperation as Southern Baptists, we get to be a part of that, right? We get to be a part of celebrating missionaries overseas who are seeing churches planted and folks saved and baptized and seeing places in um, North America like Newfoundland. My, my favorite video out of the uh, Annie Armstrong videos this year about Newfoundland, where there was a church planted for the first time in 120 years in this community. And, and for the first time, Jesus is being proclaimed, disciples are being made. That's all because of cooperation. We get to be a part of that. We get to celebrate it. And, um, and yeah, so, I, you know, again, there, there are some sticking points around right now, but I think the cooperation committee can do a really good job of being cheerleaders for cooperation and helping us to understand how um, th- just the, the impact that we're having as Southern Baptists. I will take that under advisement. <laughs> <laughs> but Barbara said, either way, with so much uncertainty and with the potential for so much division around these questions, right? Specifically the topic of the title pastor, the role, the office, the function, all of that, that that we've been discussing and debating and endless Twitter threads about, all of that kind of stuff. This cooperation group needs to articulate our vision for cooperation in a way that brings clarity to any open questions and inspires Southern Baptists to redouble our enthusiasm for and commitment to the one sacred effort that brought us together long ago when Bart Barber was but a wee little lad. Kyle, are you guys going to make the playoffs? 
Yes. Yes, I feel confident they will make the playoffs. Um, how well will they do in the playoffs? We shall see. Okay. But yes, they will make the playoffs. Who's on the outside looking in? Who's on the outside looking in? Let me pull up my standings real quick. Um, Mariners, Blue Jays. I, uh, so it's very possible. Because y'all have the tiebreaker with the Blue Jays. Yes, we have the tiebreaker with the Blue Jays. Um, hmm. You know what? I'm going to say the Rangers play the Mariners six times between now and the end of the six times in like the remaining two weeks, right? Yeah. So I'm going to say if the Rangers continue this hot streak, they've just won. They won four in a row, I believe. Um, they'll go No, five in a row. They'll go for six tonight. Um, if the Rangers continue this hot streak, Seattle will be on the outside looking in. Okay. Well, here's what but, I and I just because I think that having three teams from the same division in the in the postseason is going to be very difficult. Here's um, what I desperately want. I don't want the Astros to have home field advantage. We can't <laughs> play at home, baby. We're like 500 at home. It's horrible. <laughs> We're losing. We nearly got swept. By the Oakland Athletics, who are just playing spoiler this time of year. It's wonderful. Uh, it's going to be fun one way or another. This has been an exciting year. I don't think I was too. So let me still say, I don't like the pitch clock. Uh, okay. I, think, I think there's some argument being made right now, perhaps, of is are there more injuries right now? No, <laughs> the Rangers would say yes and amen. Um, are there more injuries behind it? All of that, I don't know. What I do know is when I go to the park, it seems like I can't even go and get a Dr. Pepper and come back without missing like an inning and a half. And so <laughs> like I, when I go to the games in person, I'm not a fan. The fact that I can usually still go to bed at a decent hour, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so there's that. Uh, I do like the bigger bases. It seems like there's a little more stealing. I enjoy that kind of stuff. Uh, but it's been a fun, exciting year. Mad props to the Atlanta Braves. I know we've got a number of uh, followers and and uh, listeners that are big Atlanta Braves fans. I think they're going all the way, and so I think the AL is largely going to determine who is going to face them in the yeah. World Series. I would obviously love for a rematch, but I don't think we win. So I would <laughs> love for the Atlanta Braves to get swept uh out of the playoffs because i think <laughs> we can beat them if we I, made it. I, I mean look you know the when the playoffs hit it's really all up in the air um because you've seen wild card teams that kind of barely squeaked in and they just get hot in the in the postseason um, washington nationals yeah i mean and, you know and then you've seen teams that have really dominated all year long and for some reason, when the when the postseason hits, they just cannot. I mean, they can't buy a hit. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's. I mean, really, all you got to do is get in, and anything can happen from there. So well, it's going to be very exciting. Enough baseball, enough cooperation. Um, if you're looking for a place to grow in your walk with the Lord and prepare to serve Him in ministry, come visit Southwestern Seminary. Southwestern, you will find experienced professors committed to practicing what they teach you. And by being on campus, you'll get a glimpse of the many ministry opportunities in the surrounding areas. And, and y'all, let me tell you, send me your resume because there's a lot of openings 
for pastors, youth pastors, music ministers, all of that kind of stuff. We we need you, but there's certainly a lot around DFW. Uh, but if you want to see for yourself, you can come for Preview Day on October 20th. I will be eating a lot of candy corn by then. To find out how Southwestern can help you live your calling, register now at swibbits.edu forward slash preview. Kyle, I love you. I appreciate you. And I enjoy somewhat cooperating with you. Send us out. All right. Well, thanks for listening. And until next time, may your coffee be as black as night and as bold as the gospel you declare. What's wrong with you people?